You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fulton Wong, and he's giving away a puppy. <laughs> what more can you do? A fly ball to left center field. That's what you can do. It's Okay, so that's probably not how you wanted that game to go last night. Yellick hitting three bombs off the Cardinals. I don't know why they don't walk, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can catch us on the brand-new Himalaya Podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your fine show. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the uh, last night's game. Against the Brewers. Stop pitching to Yellick. That's really all you got to do. <laughs> oh, man. So much to digest from that game. Also, uh, someone sent out a, a very poorly timed tweet about Yadier Molina. Yeah, Chris Garber. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, fellow from up in Cincinnati wrote a book about the Reds. Uh, got Trivia Impossible coming up. A brand new feature on the show. No prize that you can win physically. Except the coveted no prize. We'll uh, talk about that coming up towards the end of our first segment. In our second segment, should the Cardinals sign Craig Kimbrell? We've kind of touched on this before, but uh, some new uh, news has come out about him. And we got some uh, Cardinals news and notes uh, coming up towards the end of the show as well. First and foremost, though, last night. The game got started off so well. So well, back-to-back jacks from uh, DeYoung and uh, Goldschmidt, except in the reverse order, from Goldschmidt and DeYoung. Things looked like they were, uh, you know, going along nicely. And they needed to because we've been saying this all month. You have 10 games against the Brewers in April alone. That means April matters. That means you can't afford to be giving away games. So, back-to-back Jacks put St. Louis on the board in the first, 2 nothing. Things fall apart for Dakota Hudson in the second, who only makes it three and two-thirds of an inning, giving up six earned runs on eight hits, three walks, only three strikeouts, giving up a couple of home runs. Milwaukee scores six in the bottom of the second. St. Louis, they get another one in the third, so it's three to six at this point. And then here's the thing. St. Louis claws their way back, makes it 6-6 in the top of the sixth before Yellick comes up again. And Hey, guys. Hey. Mike Schiltz here. I know Yellick kills us, but I believe in you. You could get him this time. You can't. Yellick makes it 9-6. Big home run for him. Uh, here's the other thing. Bottom of the eighth. Yellick comes back. Do we finally learn our lesson? Do we finally decide, hey, we're going to walk Yellick? Is that what we decide we're going to do? No. We're going to pitch to him again for his third home run of the game. Ozuna tries to help us out, putting up another uh, solo jack up in the ninth. Final score, 10-7. to St. Louis drops the first game of the series. Not all bad, I guess. Goldschmidt goes two for three. DeYoung one for four. Ozuna two for four. Ozuna's uh, really kind of coming around, isn't he? 
Molina one for five. But there were some other issues. Carpenter got 0 for 4. O'Neill leaves the game with a uh, possible injury. Tell you what else. Uh, Brebs didn't look all that sharp. The velocity seemed to be down a little bit, so hopefully nothing wrong with him. And how about the umpiring in this game to start with? So this can't all be on the Cardinals. And this isn't a homer going, yeah, just, just giving the calls to Milwaukee. No. That's not it. You get that home plate guy calling a foul tip. Uh, third strike? No. No, even the catcher was confused. And then there was that weird thing where the where the ump got hit. And I hope he's okay. But apparently they had to do some switcheroo going on there. Oh, my goodness. Just a very frustrating game. Um, man. Uh, went deep in the bullpen. Myers Myers does not have it. He's the one that picked up the L on this, even though really it should go to Hudson. Uh, he only pitched two-thirds of an inning, gave up three runs in that two-thirds of an inning, only walked a couple of guys, one strikeout, one home run. It's like he took Dakota Hudson's start and just condensed it. Condensed it down into even a more compact awfulness. We have an inning and a third. Leon, two-thirds of an inning in uh, Brevia, an inning and two-thirds. I tell you what, Yellick just kills the Cardinals. And I saw it on Twitter a lot. You can't walk Yellick right there. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. You have to. I don't care if it walks in a run. I don't care. Because here's the deal. If you're right now... Anyway, if you're pitching to him, on darn, he's going to hit it out of the park. And I'm, you know what? I don't advocate for anybody getting hurt. I don't advocate for beanballs. And I know there's a likelihood of this happening if you do this. But he looks way too comfortable at home plate. Way too comfortable. Brush him back and knock him on his rear end. You can't let him... Hold that over because right now he's got a psychological edge over the Cardinals pitchers. It's it's insane. Uh, do not pitch to Yellick the rest of the series, Mike Schilt. I know you listen to this show. Do not pitch to Yellick. I don't I don't care if the bases are loaded. I don't care if the bases are loaded and you walk in a run uh from the guy batting ahead of him. You still walk him. Uh, oh, it's so irritating. Uh, anyway, moving on. Question for you. Is Yachty a Hall of Famer? Chris Garber doesn't seem to think so. Here was his tweet from uh, Saturday. Hot take. Yachty or Molina is the single most overrated player in the history of baseball. He's, air quotes here, fine. Or he actually put asterisks. A good defender, durable, had a couple of very nice years at his peak, but lots of people talk about him like he's a no-doubt first ballot Hall of Famer. Chris, and I, and I think I retweeted this, I said, you know, this guy might want to filter his responses. I invited Chris to be on the show, by the way, and uh, he politely declined, wished me luck with it. He says he doesn't, well, he didn't say this to me personally, but he said he, uh, in another tweet, did not want to hear nor talk to any Cardinal supporters on this. Isn't that just the most insane thing you've ever heard? It's like saying Johnny Bench, right? Johnny Bench was just okay. 
And there's a lot of intangibles about Molina that I think make him a first-round Hall of Famer. Okay, Either by the end of this season or early in the next season, if he stays healthy, over 2,000 games as a Cardinal. I'm I'm sure 99% of those at catcher. 53.2 war over the course of his career. And as he's gotten older, the power has come. The batting average has risen because when he got started, he was kind of light-hitting catcher, defense-first catcher. Amazing player in that regard. But as he's gotten older, the, the offense has come. You know, there's no doubt in my mind, based on his ability as a catcher, based on his longevity at the position, you got to remember, he played 51 games in 2004. That was his debut. So he's been catching for the Cardinals for 15 years. 15 years. All in one uniform. This guy, Molina, absolutely amazing. Taking a look at it, fan graphs right here. And if I'm sorting this correctly, the fewest amount of games he's played outside of his rookie year, 110. That came in 2014. He's got a career 282 batting average. He's on base 334, slugs 405. His Woba at 322. How can you argue with this? How can you argue with the fact that, like, these guys, these catchers, they bring, if you just look at the baseball stats, the baseball card stats, sure, he doesn't look anything special. He's not batting over 300 for his career. He's not, you know, hitting prolific home runs. But he matters. And while I believe that, while I believe that he probably should make room a little bit, let some of these young guys come up. I don't believe that he's going away anytime soon. Molina is a first-round Hall of Famer. You want my hot take, Chris Garber? The Reds only have the big red machine to fall back on, and that's about it. When you attack players like Yachty, let's face it, Yachty's typically despised in Cincy. It's low-hanging fruit. But I don't blame you for being jealous when all you've had is players like Brandon Phillips and guys like that, yeah? People uh, that, well, let's face it, don't really measure up to most Cardinals. And over the past few years, your best player, Votto, still isn't near the player. The, yeah, that he, he doesn't come close to most players that other teams have. That's my hot take. Votto is just okay. See how ridiculous that sounds? Because Votto is not just okay. Votto, for the bulk of his career, has been one of the best first basemen in the game. Yachty has been the best catcher in the game over the last 15 years, period. You don't know what you're talking about. You should probably shut your mouth. That, that's just my hot take, Chris. Uh, all right, before we uh, get ready for our next segment, how about a little trivia impossible? Oh, yeah. For the coveted no prize, see if you can answer this. You can uh, send me your answers on Twitter at LockedOnSTL, or you can uh, hit me up at Moose Michaels. Here's your question. The year is 1888. The future Cardinals franchise is known as the St. Louis Browns playing in the American Association. 
Which 20-year-old pitcher led the team with 45 wins? I don't know if it's impossible or not, but we're going to have some fun with it. Let me know your answers at Locked On STL or at Moose Michaels. Okay, sound good? Check us out on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. Beautiful UI, curate playlist. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Moose Michaels, and uh, question, second question, actually third question if you count Trivia Impossible. Should the Cardinals sign Craig Kimbrell? Uh, maybe. Looks like the price has dropped. He's now, uh, this is on MLBTradeRumors.com. Uh, if you haven't checked out their app, you should. It's awesome. Kimbrell seeking a contract in the range of the deals the Rockies' Wade Davis got three years, $52 million, and the Yankees' Zach Britton, three years, $39 million. Quite a step down from what he was asking. And uh, their source for that, Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. Pretty reasonable, right? I think the price is going to drop even more. Okay? He's an elite closer. But despite that, and maybe this is because I'm still a little gun-shy too from the Greg Holland thing. I would avoid giving any guy like that a multi-year deal. You know, I've, I've advocated signing Kimbrell two years at most, or maybe a year with a option at the end of it, but the three, four, five-year deal, no. no. I mean, he's an elite closer, one of the best closers in the game. Now, I don't know if I believe the, the business about that. He is the absolute best closer in the game. Um, hello, have you met Mariano Rivera? However, I do think a decline is probably on the way. And the other way that you kind of gun shy is you take a look at what Andrew Miller's done so far for the Cardinals this year. Another former, well, Craig Kimbrell, as far as I know, isn't a former elite guy. But Miller didn't quite have the year that he typically had last year. So you could say maybe the decline started last year. But at the same time, he used to be just this high leverage dude. You know, if he'd gotten... Miller back in 2016. Holy cow. Talk about, you know, a weapon out of the bullpen. And he might be he might be getting back to that. You know, there's been some signs of hope for him. But you look at this missing piece, and I believe on yesterday's show we talked about how Carlos Martinez would be a great fit in the bullpen. However, 
based on the struggles that you've seen in the starting rotation. And I'm not in, listen, I've been very critical, very critical of Carlos Martinez. Can he be a starter? Yes. Is he the ace of the club? No. Even now, he's not the ace of the club. So we take a you take a look at everything going on, your whole big picture. Martinez probably needs to go back to the rotation. I think Hudson, Hudson said last night after the game that he's got some stuff he's trying to work through and he's just not feeling right. Hey, buddy. Dakota. Buddy, pal. I get it. The major leagues isn't where you need to figure yourself out as a baseball player. So we probably need to send him down to Memphis when you bring back Carlos Martinez. Wainwright seems to have figured it out. I believe Michaelis will. Who knows about Waka? Flaherty, pretty good. He's taking the mound tonight against the Brewers. Hey, Flaherty, walk Yellick. I don't care what Schilt says. Walk him every single time. Um, so outside of, well, Wainwright and Flaherty, Maybe Michaelis, you know, you don't really get a lot of, you know, you're the two guys you can't really count on. Waka is, he might be good, he might not. Hudson is falling apart at the seams. So, yeah, you need Martinez in the rotation. I think he'd be excellent in the back of the bullpen, but he's needed more in the rotation. So, with that being said, you got Hicks down there throwing just filthy stuff. Out there breaking ankles, I believe, is what the tweet from MLB said. And uh, you got Andrew Miller, who's probably figuring out. Brebbia, barring some kind of injury, it's really weird his velocity was down last night like that. Even Dan McLaughlin, uh, TV, uh, TV analyst for uh, the Cardinals on Fox Sports Midwest, had pointed that out. So could you use Kimbrell? Sure. Are you going to go get Kimbrell? Oh, that's a different story. I, I don't know that Mazaliak is probably going to pull that trigger. Even at even at three years, $52 million, three years, $39 million. In between the two, if it's a year with an option, sure. Anything more than that, even a, two, even a guaranteed two-year deal? And no. I, I don't know why, but I just, I don't, I don't want to take a risk on that. And maybe because you look at Holland and how poorly he did, and then you're taking a look at Miller and how he's struggling. And then you see Kimberl hasn't had a spring training at all. Yeah. I think we're gonna have to I think we're at, if it's if it's anything more than a year with an option, possibly two years, you gotta say no. Uh some uh, news and notes. Harrison Bader dealing with what appears to be a hammy issue. That's from Derek Gold of the St. Louis Post Dispatch. He was out of the lineup, of course, on Sunday, he wasn't in the lineup last night. And um We'll see. He's got kind of a slow start, though. 179, 347, 359 slash line through 50 trips at the plate. Uh, we were talking about Carlos Martinez a second ago. Gold also notes that he threw a 20-pitch bullpen session, all of it fastballs, on Saturday. And uh, he hopefully he's going to be moving to live batting practice soon. And I know at the time that I, that I guess this was written, they still didn't know if he was going to be a pin guy or if he was going to be in the rotation. But I think most likely at this point, uh, it's it's going to be in the rotation. I, I I'm fairly certain that you have to uh, you have to do that because otherwise, 
You just you just handcuffing yourself. All right, tonight's game, Flaherty taking the mound against Woodruff. Um, Flaherty one and zero in the season at two point nine three ERA. Woodruff one and one with a six ERA. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that that means absolutely nothing. So, uh, especially if you don't walk Yellick, that's gonna be my only thing about the preview. Chill, you better walk Yellick. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to see you tomorrow morning. Um, again, apologies for this getting out a little bit late. Little boy up late last night. The game didn't end until late, and honestly, I just needed to get some Z's. Okay. I will be, again, seeing you tomorrow morning, bright and early, hopefully uh, 6 a.m., uh, 6.40 Central Time start time for the game tonight, so it may be another episode that gets pushed out just a little bit, depending on what time the game ends. Otherwise... Check us out on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your fine shows. I believe TuneIn Radio is there too. You can also use your smart device, listen to us in the car, whoever you're talking to, whether it's Alexa, Siri, just say that, you know, however you activate their listening command. It's a play podcast locked on Cardinals. Pull it right up. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.